everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. It's the new year, the first episode of 2018. Uh, hopefully this game, this game, this year can live <laughs> up to the expectations. Uh, we're already, already off to a terrible off start. Uh, God damn it, how did I screw this up? Just immediately. You have one job, Doug. I know, but <laughs> my name's Doug Coleman, I'm your host, and I'm here today with the other co-hosts, Brennan McCullough and Matt Basta. How are you guys doing? Uh... Suspicious and paranoid, because apparently I'm the only one not sick on this planet anymore. Yeah, it's... no, I've been sniffly. How about you, yeah. Basta? Also, also a little bit sick. I think it is, um, you know, a, a conspiracy. Um, oh, not the jingle. <laughs> right, right off the bat. Just immediately jingle after jingle. It's it's just just repeated jingles. Just just a solid half hour of jingles, and then we do plugs. Um, <laughs> there's a jingle for that too. It's terrible. Um, <laughs> there's a jingle for no, the all jingle episode. Every year, twice in a row, mm-hmm. we go and and spread all of our germs to everybody else in the world. It's like it's like a big anime conference, and <laughs> it it is a conspiracy because the bugs, the germs are controlling our minds. To make us believe in the miracle of Thanksgiving and and the birth of baby Christmas, um, <laughs> baby Christmas, baby Christmas, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and 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 that's what happens. We need to we need to all stop celebrating anything. So, so the virus is the holidays. Like it without those ho- or without the virus, those holidays wouldn't have existed. Yeah, it's a self perpetuating like defense mechanism to keep that virus mm-hmm. alive by like procreating and stuff. Like that uh, yeah. zombie fungus that gets into insects and, like, makes them kill other, like, mm-hmm. it'll be, like, an ant and it climbs up a tree and, like, waves exactly down a bird. And then the bird eats the whole ant colony. Yeah. <sighs> um, except uh, it's it's the rhinovirus and it's, it's just making me so fucking congested. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I mean, that's basically the plot to Last of Us, but, like, Christmassy. More Christmassy. Uh, nice. This is a video game podcast, so thanks for bringing up a game. Um, <laughs> but that's the thing. Uh, it's the New Year, so maybe we should talk about that. Are there any kind of New Year's resolutions for us as a podcast, as individuals? I'm thinking I should probably do a better job with my intros. <laughs> uh, as a podcast, no. I'm fucking hitting 10 out of 10. So I'm nailing it. Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm pretty proud of us. Like we're we're doing bare minimum with like with the episodes, except in December, I pumped out nine episodes. That, that was wild. So, yeah. I would I would say to get interviews back because I enjoyed doing those and like talking to game developers or celebrities or whoever we got. Yeah, but it's just such a nightmare with our schedules now. Like now that I'm on the West Coast and working yeah. like full time, so it's just like maybe if we get someone on the weekend. But that's that's honestly probably the best chance. Yeah, it does make things uh, difficult, but I agree with that. I'll try to yeah. see if we can get that going. As for personal resolutions, I would say now that I have health care, maybe go to the doctors once this decade, because I haven't gone since I turned 18. So, <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, get checked out. Yeah. I'm afraid what I'll find <laughs> get out. Get checked out. Pinecast. Get oh, checked God. out. Get, get checked out. <laughs> That's the thing. You go in there and they just will find something, even if there's nothing, and it's like, Give us your money. Hey, you probably got cancer. It's like, oh, thanks, Doc. Here's $5,000. <laughs> Goddamn. Uh, but back to this being a game podcast, let's hear about the games we've been playing. Um, 
Did you get anything for Christmas? Brent and I just talked about the games and stuff we got for Christmas. How about you, Basta? Um, well, so you guys know that I started playing Pokemon Go very casually. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's just like a nice thing to casual. do while you're on the train, um, which drives so fucking slow because it's San Francisco and it doesn't <laughs> think that you're riding in a car. <laughs> because, the, because the conductor's a cat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty much super, my life. super casual Pokemon Go fan. Like, smash cut to him in full Pokemon Go gear, like, the back, do, back, the running gloves. As, as a joke, I bought, um, the, uh, the Magikarp hat, uh, <laughs> from somebody who's selling on Etsy. Um, it, it always starts as a joke. It always starts ironically, and next thing you know, your whole room is Pokemon decor. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> for Christmas, uh, I got a uh, Pokemon Go Plus, which is like the little clip-on. It's basically a button. The wrist? Um, oh. it, you clip it onto something, and then um, normally in the game, when you like get close enough to a Pokestop, it'll like light up a little bit, and then you can spin it, and it'll give you like a bunch of random items. And then the other thing that you do in the game is when you get close to a Pokemon, you tap on it, and then you do this little mini game to try and catch it. The button uh, allows you to turn your phone off, basically, um, or at least like, turn the screen off. And when you get close to a Pokestop, you just push the button, or, or it'll like light up, and you push the button, um, and it spins the wheel for you. If you get close to a Pokemon, it'll, it'll flash, you push the button, um, it does like a little, it's not even a mini game. It's just like it, it randomly decides whether you're going to catch it or not. Um, and it does like, if you remember back to the cartoon, like when it's catching it, like shakes a little bit, shakes a little Mm -hmm. bit, you know, and then the light goes out. Um, it sort of does that with the button. And so you have like a very small chance of, uh, well, I guess it's not very small. It's fairly big. It's like a 50, 50 chance of catching the Pokemon. But it means that you don't have to have your phone out. You don't have to be like aiming and like trying to be real precise. You could just like mash this button on. I, I keep it on the back of my gloves. Um, you could put it in like your pocket. There's a wristband. Yeah, and it's, it, it it doesn't like kill your battery. Yeah, I remember this. Like that was the big appeal is that it could work while your phone wasn't out and like destroy mm-hmm. your battery because that was such a terrible thing when it first started. But I remember these the Pokemon Go Pluses were being like resold on eBay for like. Two hundred dollars, like crazy. Oh, yeah. amount. I, me- I remember even hearing that when 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 it came out. I wasn't playing Pokemon Go back then, but like that was one of the things that I had read. Yay, late adopters! It pays. I guess so. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was it was cheap enough to be a Christmas present. So yeah, it ends up saving you money, not paying you money. So it works. Yeah. Um. So I, I got one of those. Uh, played a metric shitload of Civ Six. Um, which is a yeah, thing, something that I have been preparing to play, but have not yet played it. Um, cause I'm still been installing all sorts of games on my new laptop. Um, Ooh. it is, um, I hesitate to call it an expansion. It's basically a separate game. You guys remember when I brought up, uh, kingdom a couple, one or two years ago, I think it was like yeah. two years ago. The pixelated 2D kind of strategy game. Yeah, and you're like a like a queen on a horse, and like you got to pay your little your little peasants in little golds, and then they like build a farm or they, uh, you know, put up like barricades, and you fight off these little gremlins. But they released Kingdom New Lands. Hmm. Um, I haven't really read anything about it, but um, it it's very interesting. Uh, and it's got DLC, so it's not really an expansion, and it's not DLC because it's got like a its own. Anyway, it's it's interesting. Um, 
apparently I've had it for a long time. It's just been <laughs> in my Steam library. Which tends to be the case, uh, mostly because I keep getting like gifted all of these games that I can't install because I don't have a Windows PC anymore. <laughs> oh. So, yeah. It, it, so you it, never got to play the games I sent you? Many of them, yeah. Like um, major or minor? Or bad Yeah, ass. no, I, I, I've been trying to, um, but it's, it's just not a thing, uh, sadly. I have like all these like little weird games. I think I... Oh, no, I have... I just installed uh, on this laptop Major Minor Complete Edition. W- w- wait, do you wait? Is it not? It's not the one I sent you. Is it? Because there's major. I have two. I have Major Minor <laughs> and Major Minor Complete Edition. I highly doubt it because the Major Minor I sent you is a furry uh, visual novel. So <laughs> I'd be oh, very surprised. Yeah. If oh, you it, is. it is. It is. It is. <laughs> it's a. It's a furry visual novel. Yes. I can't edition. actually see anything about it. I just see it in my library, and like I was like, "Oh, what what games can I install?" And I was like, "Oh, in the year 2018, I'm gonna play more video games. That's gonna be a thing." <laughs> um, and so of the like, I don't know, 60 games or whatever that I have listed here, I can install maybe 10 of them, uh, <laughs> and most are duplicates, right? Those are like "Don't Starve" and "Don't Starve Together." It's like, mm. well, yeah, it's a separate game, but technically, um. So yeah, uh, well, maybe I won't go through that. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's 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 great. It'll be okay. Ten out of ten. Great, uh, great yiffing. I don't even want to know. No, you don't. (laughs) You don't. You really really don't. don't. How about you, Brent? This is a video game podcast. (laughs) I had to explain what Vor was to some of my coworkers the other day. That was awkward Uh. for everybody. What have I been doing? Uh, apparently out in LA, like, everything comes to a dead crawl the last two weeks of December. Like, no mm. one does anything. No. So I've actually just been watching, like, movies and shit at work. So I watched, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. And nice. Actually better than I thought it'd be. I, th- I, was, oh. I was pleasantly surprised. It's amazing. I love that film. You know, it's yeah. amazing, the timing, because this week, as a special guest, we brought in Bren's manager. Uh, oh. sit in, we're, we're interviewing him. Um... I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I would be surprised. Oh, I He's thought been... you'd be like Tom Holland's right here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. My two like managers have been gone for the last two weeks, so it's just like we're not doing shit. Like I was actually just playing the super uh, the SNES at work. Someone brought in a SNES Mini, and we were just playing that for the last like two hours. Nice. Uh, we've been very unproductive, <laughs> much like this podcast. But yeah, so I just wanted to say like comic book related, like Spanner Homecoming. Actually, pretty good. Very pleasantly surprised by that. I I feel like I've talked shit about it before, so I'm happy to uh, say I was wrong and change my opinion on it. Yeah, I got it on Blu-ray for my birthday. It's a great movie. You gotta own it. I don't like, in the beginning, there's like an eight-year time skip from like when the Avengers fight happened to like present day, and I feel like that's weird to think of like Peter Parker as, uh, what would he be, six-year-old during the Avengers, and now he's in high school as a 14-year-old. So I don't like how young he is, but I, I think Tom Holland did a good job. So, uh, But besides that, though, I've been playing South Park The Fractured Butthole, and I think I'm close to the end of it. I've, I've really been grinding through it. Nice. Um, It's good for $30. It's a good on-sale game. I would not pay full price for this. The benefit is, if you buy it, you get the Stick of Truth, which is the first one, as well, for free. Um, The downside is, if you played the Stick of Truth, this feels like a really watered down version of that. So I think the stick of truth, but yeah, I, I, it's tough to say that because it might be like sequel itis, like 
the way I've talked about like Bioshock and Bioshock 2, where it's just, I just see the flaws because I'm seeing it for the second time, and I'm not as like awestruck by the first initial playthrough. Right. Um, but there's definitely like a lot of like audio cue glitches where like stuff will like stutter and be like, like after someone talks. Um, but like real sometimes when I record this podcast, I was exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So familiar. Um, they're usually very quick though, like very like a second or two, but like it is noticeable and it is frequent. Um, sometimes the screen will just cut to black for a little too long and not cut back. They're definitely, it's, it definitely feels like a little rigid at times where you have to swap in and out of different modes, but you have to do it quickly. But each mode takes like a second to activate before you can actually do anything in it. So it feels a little, I don't know. The first one felt like it, well, Matt Stone and Troy Parker were really involved with it and like really had a hand in like how everything was played out. Everything was done. Everything felt like it was given a good amount of attention from the whole team. This one feels kind of like an Assassin's Creed where it's like, all right, we got the basic framework. Let's just throw in all the superhero shit and we're done. Like it seems very like reused assets from the first one, which is unfortunate, but because the first one is so great. Uh, like I said, the only major complaint I have with the first one is it's so short. And this was just more of the same. So it's still fun, but definitely, you know, definitely feels kind of like cut corner and like, you know, sec- like second thought, like they're focusing on something else prior to this. Hmm. Um, Which would, I would you say is funnier? Uh, Probably the first one, because this one is the plot is they're all superheroes and they're trying to get uh, Netflix licensing and like a whole movie franchise. And it's just making fun of all the Marvel, like cinematic universe stuff. Right. And then, like, the B story is that everyone is cheesing, which is, like, an old reference to when they were, like, sniffing cat piss and getting, like, crazy high. So, like, all the adults are just running around, like, being insane and doing a bunch of, like, drugs and drinking and, like, crapping on doorsteps at night. But then during the day, they're fine. So, like, this one just feels weaker. It just feels very, like, forced and, like, it's definitely topical, what South Park always has been, but it doesn't seem to be... It doesn't seem to have any message about the topical stuff. They're just like, superhero movies, aren't they all dumb how they're all connected? And like, that's it. It doesn't seem to really have a message other than just pure mockery, which, you know, some of the weaker episodes, everyone agrees that the better South Park episodes are when they have some sort of like message or tone they're trying to convey along with the jokes. But it is still fun. There's not all the Chin Pokemon. There's not like a hundred of those you have to collect anymore. Instead, you collect a bunch of Yaoi art of uh, Tweak and Craig. And God damn if, you're, it. if you're not up to date on the, the show in recent seasons, uh, there are a couple now, I guess. Like, even they aren't super committed to it. So it's kind of funny. But there's, yeah, there's a bunch of, like, backtracking and you unlock different abilities. Like, uh, sort of a Castlevania-esque game. Where you, like, you find a bunch of things, but you can't do them yet. And then you get that ability way later in the game and can do them now. Um, so that's, that's annoying with how slow it is. Like, there are fast travel stuff, but some of them are few and far between on the map. So it's not like you can run around quick like Samus. Um, I still enjoy it, but like I said, it's definitely, like, uh, maybe a $40 game at most. But I would definitely wait for it to be on sale. And, yeah, like I said, if you didn't play Stick of Truth, I don't know if I just got it for free or if I got it because it's on sale or whatever reason. But apparently you can get it for free on Steam along with it. But it's not, like, advertised that. It was just, like, snuck in. But, yeah. It, it's a decent game, but I can see why after, like, three months, it's already 50% off on Steam. Okay. So, yeah. I, I, I said before, like, there's so many great games this year, even, like, 
the lesser games would be considered game of the year. This would definitely not be considered game of the year any year. Like, there, there's definitely flaws that could have been polished out, but it's it's still good. And I would say I don't see any difference with the skin tone difficulty. I played as like a black character, and it doesn't seem to be any different. Some people would just mention stuff, like of course, because it's not like there's one part where cops are rounding up black people for no reason because the cops are racist, and your parents are arrested. But if you're not, if your character isn't black, that wouldn't happen. So there's stuff like that, and you can choose like your gender, your uh, sexuality, uh, ethnicity, um, religion, and all that stuff. And depending on which one you pick, some characters might have a little comment about it. Uh, you might do one or two bonus fights because of it. But beyond that, it doesn't seem to be very relevant. Okay. So, yeah. Still a neat game, but definitely uh, you know, a disappointing sequel to a pretty cool first game. That makes sense. Yeah. That's, oh, and you have to install Uplay to play it on a PC, which uh... fucking is awful. I probably have like six Uplay accounts because I make it for one game and then never do it again. <laughs> and I have to buy a new game like ten years or five years later and I have to do it again. So, uh, Uplay is still terrible. I still hate it. But. Yeah, if I get around to playing those, it'll be on console. And if I'm not mistaken, I have Stick of Truth, but it's for PS3, and it's like, oh, fuck. I just, like, put the PS3 in the basement, because, like, I'm, like, <laughs> making room for the Switch. Yeah, I mean, it it's South Park, so, like, graphic-wise, it's not going to be any better on the PS4. And, like, it plays the same. But, like, it is real fun, especially if you like the show. The first one, you could definitely just jump into and have, like, some awareness of the show and lore. But this one, I think it feels pretty recent. And if you're not up, fully up to date with all the episodes, you can miss a good chunk of jokes. Gotcha. So the, fir- the first one's definitely better, I think, in like every regard. So I would just play that. And yeah, like I said, you know, $30, $20, whatever. Maybe pick it up if you're bored. I remember one of the main games I was excited about when I got a PS3 was like, oh, the HD remaster of Shadow of the Colossus. And here we are with another HD remaster of Shadow of the Colossus, this time for PS4. That's coming out, I think, this month sometime. I'm really excited for that. And then also Pray for the Gods, the Shadow of the Colossus clone. I think that's early February of this year. So we have both of those on the horizon. Kind of excited to get my hands on both and see how it compares to the original shadow of the colossus if it is like a straight ripoff or if they did something oh. different and unique with it oh god pray for the gods like they had that dumb debacle where they were forced to change their name yeah i, the other I game. still think that's such bullshit and i don't know it how is. they lost that at all but like i'm looking at the steam page now and it says pray for it's spelled differently for the title of the game yeah but the thumbnail for the game like the image they have still it's has the old. original spelling oh, that's cash and it's just imagery. like yeah yeah it's just like man oh, that man. sucks uh, it still doesn't have a release date or at least not on steam but yeah that definitely i i hope that does well i like just for the shit the team has had to go through for it me too so. i don't know uh, and it's also unfortunate that it's probably coming out around the time the remake of shadow of the colossus is dropping for ps4 we'll see how that pans out for them yeah, if if they announced the remake of uh, Shadow Colossus like coming out like March, and I was the pray for the gods guys, I would just hold off for like a month, like if you can avoid it, because like I feel like the Shadow Colossus team will release it per- like you said purposely around that date if they can. They might the same way Overwatch did their beta during a uh, Battleborn's release, like they purposely sync those dates up. Uh, it's petty. Sorry, I keep cutting you off. Oh no sweat. 
as far as games I've been playing, not really much since we've last recorded because it's only been a little bit here. But what I did get around to playing was some more Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 <laughs> remix. And goddamn, if the HD <laughs> like remastering isn't like absolutely incredible, it like I I remember I was streaming it and Tony from the No Time for Time Travel podcast uh, dropped in in chat and said like. Man, I don't remember the graphics being so good on this game. I'm like, it's an HD remaster. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it's it really does like kind of catch you off guard. And this is only 1.5. I really have a feeling that by the time I'm playing 2.5, the graphics will be even a little more better. In the way that like when I played Crash Bandicoot, uh, the Insane trilogy, like as you played the games, the graphics still got better. Um, I don't know. I'm really really excited. It looks gorgeous. I just got to Wonderland, did the whole bullshit with finding the evidence, and now I'm fighting that boss with like that juggles like flaming sticks and stuff. So, oh yeah, having a total blast though. It's really fun, and yeah, I'm trying to think. There's not really much other game wise. I still haven't really pulled the trigger on anything with that eShop gift card. So I, I have to do some more browsing with the Switch, but I'll keep the listeners posted. Hmm. Oh shit! I just got remembered. I still haven't beaten Hands of Fate two. I got like oh, halfway shit. through that, and it was the Overwatch Winter event, so I just started grinding with that. Yeah, I gotta go back to Hands of Fate two is a great game. Like for anyone who likes RNG and card deck building strategy, and then like little like chance puzzle games, like it's really cool and fun. And it's like thirty. I think that's like thirty at full price. Oh, but this reminds me. Uh, have you, I don't I don't think Bass has played it at all. But Doug, have you kept up with Animal Crossing Pocket Camp? No, I literally uninstalled it today. <laughs> <laughs> I see some people still playing it, but that seemed to real have been just a real flash in the pan. It's like, wow, this is cool for like a week, and then like most people gave up. Yeah, I was just like, I, I can use the room on my phone. I'm, I was like finally putting uh, all my music on my phone because now I can like Bluetooth it to my car and stuff. I never really had that before, and it's super nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it seems like you can get all you can out of Animal Crossing Pocket Camp in, like, the first week you have it. Like, beyond that, it's like, alright, nothing else will change. It will just be numbers now. Or, like, designing your camper or campsite. Yeah, I wanted it to be something else, and it wasn't, so it just really wasn't for me. I, I gave it a, a solid chance, but I'm like, eh, I'm over it. I tried. Yeah. I mean, I was never a big Animal Crossing guy to begin with, so I wasn't surprised it didn't Same. hold my interest. Yep. But... Oh, speaking yeah. of, like, cute little animals, though, there's, a uh, I think maybe even you or someone brought it up on the podcast a long time ago, uh, but there's like a Redwall game out, and it's called yeah. An Epic Tale of Redwall, The Scout, and it's coming out on Steam, or I, let me check it out. I wonder if it's already available or not, but it looks pretty fucking good. It might even be early access. Oh, God, it's early access. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's hold, shit. On, hold on to your butts, people. But no, that's what <laughs> I mean. So maybe don't buy it yet, but I don't know. It's got mostly positive reviews. It came out earlier in December of 2017, so I would be interested in checking this out personally, even though it is early access. I just am a sucker for Redwall in general, even when like anybody references it, like it just like strikes a chord with me because I mm-hmm. read all so many of the books when I was a kid. Not I can't say all of them because there's a fuckload. Mm-hmm. If you want a real time strategy Redwall game, there's a game called Tooth and Tail. Which is a very similar premise of like animal society, and like he plays like mice and stuff, and um, badgers and owls, and all of them have different abilities depending on the you know creature they are. But it's really dark. Like it's, I think it's about like communism and like 
group of people run out of food and start resorting to cannibalism. So like the rats start eating each other and stuff like that. Like, so it's, uh, you know, kind of a tragic war RTS game in like a, can I say like maybe like 1930s or 40s disc, like technology wise. Uh, right. but they're all, but they're all animals. Like, so that's kind of the fun of it. Huh. <laughs> the fun of, uh, cannibalism and, uh, war and also check that off your bingo card. Yeah. The everything- fun of war. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, but that's like $20 full price, and it's apparently supposed to be a really good game. But I'm terrible at RTS, so I might avoid that. That's fair. Um, is there anything newsy? Uh, I I also was thinking we could do some conversation games. I might even be able to throw in a quick game or no game, and then Basta could maybe do Stumpers. Uh, this would sure. be the week for games, cause, or like conversation games, because you know, end of the year, almost nothing's happening news-wise. Start of the year, too. <laughs> yeah, but it's just all like, the best games of 2017! It's like, all of them? No, that's not true. There, for as many good games as there were, there was also a lot of shitty ones. So yeah. We just forgot them because of how many more good games there were than usual. Oh man, that's like the perfect segue, but if you got newsy bits, let's do that first. I do not. Okay, well then, let's play a quick game of Game or No Game. All right, so we're playing Game or No Game. Let's see what you make of these. Uh, let's start off with an interesting one. A game called Vodka. <laughs> that's, my fa- oh. that's my dad's favorite drinking game. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think it's a game. It's, it sounds like it would be really boring if it was. Uh, I played a lot of dumb games where it's a very simple premise. Uh, I'm going to go yes. It's a game, and the, <laughs> I, I only have a little information on it. I, the creators wrote this down. They said, consider it as a literary work, which will tell you about the harm of this drink. Don't drink vodka. Play vodka. <laughs> so it's a PSA as a video game? It's basically saying, don't drink alcohol, just play our video game instead. I'm not quite sure. Oh, God, this looks like the yeah, worst no, game ever made. <laughs> Was this somebody that like pitched you? No. <laughs> this, hey, Doug, this I got game? this neat idea. Yeah, no, I have three free copies. Uh, you're, you guys have one oh, waiting Jesus. for you. No, oh no! Um, what do you think of a game called Octopus in the Outback? <laughs> no, uh, no. I'm gonna say no, but I really want it to be. That sounds kind of fun. I know. Fuck, I made that up, but I think it's great. <laughs> oh damn it! All right, no, it's a no game. It sounds like Octodad, but like with a Crocodile Dundee hat. Dude, uh, I gotta get in touch with those guys. A Crocodile Dundee hat? You mean like like a cowboy hat? Well, no, it was slightly different, and then it had like the fangs all around the brim of it, or the base oh, of it. Oh, okay. The teeth really make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an entirely different hat now. Do you think there's a game called, I can't believe it's not gambling? Yes. Yeah. It's a game! I actually knew about that game before because it's all a big joke about microtransactions. Oh god, it's damn. very topical. Yep. Um, how about vicious attack llama apocalypse? Hmm, llamas are very vicious attack llama apocalypse. Llamas are very memey 
as uh, an animal goes. So they can get very silly games based on just that. Yes, but I think it also tickles Doug's fancy. <laughs> uh, mm. I'm going to say it's not a game. I'm going to say it is. It's coming 2018, so we have to look, to look forward to this. And the gameplay of it actually looks kind of fun. You know how like zombies come at you in like giant hordes? Instead of zombies, replace them with llamas, and it looks kind of just <laughs> over the top ridiculous. Oh, God. I just remembered there's a digit. Uh, I think it's a. I don't think it's a visual novel. I think it might be a dating sim. But you date a girl, and she just slowly turns into a llama. Or like an alpaca. I forget which. <laughs> it's just so dumb. It's so fucking stupid. That really is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love them, though. Do you think there's a game called Reading Simulator? <laughs> it's called iBooks. Yeah. It's called Work. <laughs> to pretend like I'm reading something when I'm just sitting around on Reddit. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure there is. Because, like, there's a simulator for fucking everything, everything. these days. And, you know, the, the jokes just, the jokes been played out. <laughs> we, we get it, developers. Uh, I'm going to say no. It's a game, and it came out today Shit. as of this recording, um, or the day we recorded this, not the day it aired. Yes. But, yeah, so that's a game. I have no idea how or why, but it's 59 cents. Um, it's, it's that's fi- too much. Wow, it sounds like it's going to be just a real rip-roaring time, all 59 cents worth of reading. I don't do oh, that. Look, you can pick and- the books off of a shelf. I don't do that in Skyrim. Can- why would I do that as a game by itself? I only have a few more for you guys. What do you think of a game called Extreme Paint Brawl? Extreme Paint Brawl. Yeah. I'm going to say it, no. Yeah. I mean, it's basically Splatoon. Um, yeah. But... <laughs> I'm going to say no, <laughs> but, but it not. seems like a cool idea. Like, it seems like it It could be, though. Alright, here's the funny God's Honest Truth about this one. I, I came up with... I was like, how about instead of Paint Ball, Paint Brawl? brawl. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, nah, that's not a thing. And I Google it, and then it was just... Instead of it just, just being Paint Brawl, it's like Extreme Paint Brawl. And it was... <laughs> So there is a game called Extreme Paint Brawl. Oh, shit. So, yeah. Oh, here we go. Back to Reading Simulator. Uh, it's on Steam, and two of the like pictures they post on it for you to like get an idea what it's about are uh, broken images. It's a black screen, and it's got the little broken you know, PNG mm. symbol. So uh, good work there, guys. Real half-ass game. Yeah, they're on I'm, I'm sure they're trying their hardest. Yeah, okay? I'm sure. All right, let's <laughs> go with two more. Like three more. Uh, a game called I Want Cookies. <laughs> uh, is it the Brian yes. McCullough game? Yes, it's a game. It's definitely a game because it, it, it's going to be like one of these one of these dumb like challenge based things like like the um oh god what the fu- what was the fucking name of it the, the 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 Android game that I recommended where you have to like get your uh, Game Boy back from your mom. <laughs> oh jesus christ i don't i vaguely remember. remember that it sounds like one of those where it's just gonna be like a silly <laughs> you know like you have to complete a task and you like get to the other side of the living room and then all of a sudden there's like a triathlon going through your path and you know <laughs> you made me think of the game where you throw your phone as high up in the air as you can oh yeah Let's... send me to heaven oh god yeah, god damn it what idiot fell for that oh i mean a lot of them uh i'm gonna say yes it's a game because it just reminds me of cookie clicker and those are dumb and easy to make so it probably is it's a game yeah good job guys <laughs> uh, how about canadian forklift school <laughs> no that's canadian too, forklift no that's, that's not too a, that's specific 
Yeah, damn it. Ah, uh, wish I could fool you guys. Um, and then our last the bowels game. Bowels of Douglas Coleman's mind. <laughs> last, last one. Shitstorm. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I feel like it's. I feel like it's too dumb enough where Doug would be like, nah, no one would believe that. Uh, it's a game and you gotta look it up. I mean, and, and when you do, you're gonna be like, Doug, why did you say you have to look this up? But, um, that's the thing. Uh, here's the little description for you if you have any interest. Your butt is lost in space. Dodge right. enemies and consume oh, no. foods in order to survive. <laughs> but watch out because in space, no one can hear you shit. That also sounds like just the real epitome of video game development. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we play Game or No Game. Jesus Christ. But hey, like Steam's uh Steam got rid of green light, so like they got high quality games now. They're all they're all much better quality games there, right guys? Right? Uh Steam's uh Steam's some good people. Making good games. Speaking of quality anything, uh do we want to do stumpers? <laughs> Fucking course we do. <laughs> <laughs> oh quality. god. Play the jingle. Alright, here comes our here comes our first one. This comes from the topic weight. Uh weight like um like gym weights? Like pounds. Um how much does a person's soul weigh? Oh, uh, I like the tag is weight, and then the other tag is soul, parentheses, metaphysical entity. <laughs> you know, not like the music. Well, you know when you, like, lose someone close to you and people are like, your heart's heavy, maybe, like, your soul uh, it fluctuates. Yeah, but how much does it weigh? If I, put, if I take out my soul and I put it on a little soul scale, how much is it going to read? Uh, has anyone here sold their soul to the devil? I feel like he would have a... A nice firm grasp of that. I'm going to say 14 pounds. <laughs> that's that <laughs> that's seems a very heavy. heavy soul. That's a, that's a um, thick soul. You got a thick ass soul. To- so so there's, a, there's a response here, which is very well written by a gentleman named Tony Russell, PhD, from Boston University, 1962. <laughs> nope, um, don't believe writes, it. It's too detailed. <laughs> he, he writes, an attempt was made to measure it. The body was weighed before and after death. The soul was found to weigh 21 grams. Holy shit. Are they serious? I've actually Um, heard that. And like the idea, yeah, the idea that you measure someone when they're alive and then they die, you measure them again or weigh them again. And it differs. I've heard a few different accounts about that. I feel like your scale is just off. Like, I just feel like it's just inaccurate. Or wait, yeah. wait, wait a minute. What about like it's South Park and they just like shit or piss themselves or like yeah. lose some fart weight. And then it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> they 
lose some fart I got, weight. I got oh, 21 good. grams of cubic farts in me. And <laughs> all floods the autopsy room when I die. Um, I feel like it's like the difference between like your muscles being tense and like some muscles holding up or some organs holding up like other or maybe muscles holding up other organs. And then like when you're dead, it relaxes. So then it weighs heavier. Well, no, you die when it's lighter. I don't know. No, that doesn't change your mass. Well, I mean, it wouldn't change your mat. Well, yeah, I don't know. Fuck, fuck if I know. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just the little, it's just the little poops, right? You shit yourself <laughs> when you die. There's even if it doesn't seem like that. There's always a little poop. Just, and that just little poop twenty one grams. Just a little poop. Got a little smush right here on your asshole. There's always a little bit more poop left. <laughs> as someone who's, <laughs> this is gonna be a weird sense. As someone who's had to take care of a few bodies, yeah, you do shit yourself oh, when you die. What the fuck? I mean, not people. Here comes our next one <laughs> from the topic world peace. <laughs> How much poop does this? <laughs> I don't know. Where going Why with. does peace never last? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Gee. <laughs> I just feel like that question is also like, could equally be asked like, man, what's up with people? Be like, yeah, <laughs> he, he right. He right. <laughs> the reason why is because like of the yin and the yang, it's not just like a big white block. It's uh, it's got both. It's like the light and the darkness. The battle rages on. I don't know. I think some kid down the street gets a ball, and you're like, "Hey, I want that ball." And you go up and punch him and take that ball, and then he comes up and punches you, and then boom, the Israeli-Pakistan crisis. <laughs> I, I first off, I think it was Israeli-Palestinian. Uh, um, yeah, that's probably right. And tomato well, falafel. Uh, well, it's oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the, the one that started out this out with no slurs? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I said that off the air. <laughs> Jesus Christ! This isn't. Why slur- does peace never last? These aren't slurs. These are just ignorant <laughs> cultural claims. Um, god damn it! Doug is just gonna go all over that. I'm always astonished by how much Doug leaves in. Honestly. I, I thought true. he cut more out. I listened back to it and I was like, oh, I thought he was going to cut that part. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, but you only listen to the episodes with you on it. We say a lot of weirder stuff when you're not here. Yeah, I prefer to avoid that. Um, <laughs> like, liability <Right>. thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> back to the topic. Peace. <laughs> Why does peace never last? Um, uh, it keeps things interesting. <laughs> <laughs> what if, what if some this spice question in- was just... Uh, uh, it it had two typos in it instead of one. Um, not that it wasn't perfect to begin with. Um, but what if instead of peace, oh, yeah. like world peace, they meant peace, like piece of a pie? Why does my peace never lasts? Uh, I had the, a little piece of pizza. It did not last. The same reason. I had a little piece of pie. Did not last. The same reason, like global peace doesn't last because you eat it all. You consume it. <laughs> you you consume all of the global peace. Mm-hmm. It, were you also the person that said that you were uh, trying to explain vor to your parents? No, my <laughs> coworkers. I'm not a complete deviant, <laughs> Matt. There you go. I casually mentioned vor, and they're like, "What is this?" I was like, "Oh, it's like now I have to explain this. <laughs> this weird internet-only fetish that no one in the real world actually has." So peace never lasts because world leaders have vor fetishes. That's what you're saying. <laughs> vor is the answer to everything. God damn it's it! It's everything that's wrong with this world. There, are, there are people that have filled up their whole bingo card at this point. <laughs> um, here comes our next one. This one comes to us from the topic countries of the world. What country has less peace? <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> oh boy, where do we start? <laughs> 
boy. Well, first uh, we start with Antarctica because they don't have anything. Well, they when, don't, they don't when, have a lot of peace. Wouldn't they have the most peace then? If anything, wasn't there like World War II, like like the the Nazis built bases there to try to like spy on the stars or some shit? <laughs> <laughs> what? Douglas. Wait, we're going to have to roll that Douglas. sentence back a bit. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hold on there, boy. That is that is a stumper in and of itself. The Nazis built um, bases in Antarctica to spy on Lucille Ball and Mel Brooks <laughs> and the other stars of that time. Yeah, because... For Groucho oh, no. Marx and uh, Charlie McCarthy. Oh, God. He's a ventriloquist. I mean, he's fucking terrifying. What country has less peace? I mean, Antarctica... Well, the Nazis. Well, yeah. But, I mean, what country doesn't have those these days? Oh, boy. Uh, mm. would, would you say yeah, Antarctica has the most problem. peace because no one lives there? Or the less peace... Well, like, researchers do. Or the less peace. The most it's all pe- the least. It's all penguins yeah. and uh, polar bears and, like, killer whales eating each other. Well, no. I don't... Aren't the polar bears in the Arctic, not the Antarctic? I don't know. I think penguins are only on one of them, but I forget which one. Yeah. Yeah, we may never know. Um, I think the penguins are at the South Pole and the polar bears are at the North Pole. Oh, I, really? I've been wrong before. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. If those World Wildlife Federation commercials have anything to be believed, the polar bears are dying. So they're not anywhere. Polar bears are all dead. The yeah. last polar bear died 20 years ago and it's just Greenpeace trying to squeeze a few more bucks out of everybody. Yo! What if there's a big, fat, hairy guy at a gay bar and he's an albino? Is he a polar bear? Yes. Yeah! You're, you're, you're not the first person to, to make that. Anyway. Yeah, Coca-Cola Man. hired someone for a commercial once. <laughs> I'm going to move on from this question because I really don't think we're going to get anything else out of it. Okay. Um. Uh, America, America <laughs> has less peace because every other country has more resources and we want them. There. There's your answer. Getting fucking edgy and political. Here comes our, our cat question of the week. God damn it. This, one, this one's a very important question. This one comes from the topic cats domestic. Can a cat's owner be held responsible for credit card debt accrued by the cat? And there's details here that says, assuming the cat is unable or unwilling to pay the debt. Thank you, Corbot. I needed those details. <laughs> that implies so much. Like, this cat has an income and is capable of paying this debt off. Um, and also, what they do, leave their tablet open or phone up, like, and like, <laughs> a, like a toddler, I, it just started yeah. pushing buttons and all of a sudden you... Justin That's Trudeau is possible. limited to one hour of screen time a day. Um, <laughs> just, just explain. That's the name of Bass's cat. For anyone who doesn't know, it's not oh, the yeah. actual prime minister of Canada. <laughs> I mean, he's a very my hard cat time. likes to believe that he's the actual prime minister of Canada. But I can imagine you know. his wife just gets in contact with him and is like, Honey, why did you buy this game Shitstorm and Vodka? <laughs> <laughs> the flawless Canadian accent. <laughs> was, yeah. I don't know where you're going with that one. <laughs> uh, uh, he bought all these terrible games, and now he has limited computer access because of his terrible taste in video games. Mm. I saw where you're going, Doug. Yep. I get you. Um, Can a cat's owner be held responsible for credit card debt accrued by the cat? Basta, why do you keep asking these questions on Cora under different usernames? Because like, we know it's you. <laughs> you can stop pretending it's not. Listen. And we know your cat's racking up your credit card any, bill. I don't need to supplement this at all, because there are enough people that sit around at home thinking questions like, can a cat's owner be held responsible for credit card debt accrued by the cat? So I don't have to. 
Which is why we started doing this segment, because I was the walrus is getting creatively exhausting. <laughs> True. We're outsourcing the creativity. We're letting other uh, websites we ran out of it. answers. Then we ran out of questions. <laughs> ooh, ooh, too real. Too real. <laughs> um, oh, no. I, wasn't a cat voted mayor of, like, some Alaska town or something? That was something like that. I'm sure that's the case. Or was it a dog? So, I mean, like, if he's a political figurehead, if he holds an elected position, why couldn't he have credit cards? He has the municipal credit card. Yeah. You say he. It could be, it could be a female cat, a general ne- gender neutral cat. <laughs> um, catnip for everyone. <laughs> oh, God. I always forget that catnip's like a plant. Like, it's a naturally growing thing. So, there's just like weird fields of just cats tripping balls somewhere at any given time. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, that is pretty bizarre. And I think I may or may not have told this story, but it'll be brief. I was at a college party once and someone like purposefully like they there's like a bowl and weed out on the table and someone put catnip in the bowl and was like, oh, let's God. watch the next person smoke this. And then they did. And then they told that person like it was like a jockey kind of dude. And he's like, oh, shit, this isn't weed. And then they're like, yeah, it's catnip. And then he just kept smoking it anyway because he was so <laughs> That's amazing. Well, I don't want to say going. it's amazing because it's actually kind of terrible. Yeah. Like when you've sunk to such a low that you like find out that it's catnip, and you're like, oh. I'll just yeah. keep it. You just keep and going. It, literally, that's, it, that's the story. So I already started. Might as well. I mean, if his coach taught him, it's to always give 110%. He's not going to half-ass even if those I'm not dank, mistaken, those dank, honestly, dank cat nugs. His excuse was, well, I've smoked catnip before. (laughs) (laughs) Can we interview this guy? Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck? Oh, man. Uh, Back to the credit card. We we keep avoiding this because I I don't want to talk about what my cat's bought. Um, No, I can't be held responsible. Like, that, it doesn't work. Well, I mean, the question, the real question here, for me at least, Mm -hmm. is. Is the credit card in the cat's name or in the owner's name? Uh, because typically, debt accrued on a credit card is the responsibility of the cardholder. True. Now, if a cat made purchases with your credit card, you are directly responsible unless you consider them fraudulent charges. But because your cat is a dependent, I would imagine the credit card company would make a compelling argument that you're liable for those debts. No kidding. It's like the whole, like, oh, dog ate my homework thing. It's like, oh, I didn't do my taxes this year because my dog ate everything. My credit card. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm going to do my taxes because my dog ate it. <laughs> I don't think the IRS really cares. <laughs> nah, they don't give no shits. Um, also, it's silly because the government already has your tax dollars. You're you're trying to get them back. <laughs> True. It would work if your cat has a real name, like Justin Thoreau. Because then you True can get, that. like, a car. Whatever. He's Canadian. <laughs> uh, then you can get a card in that name. <laughs> Roll tonight. And it, it seems valid. God damn it, I'm in America. I don't give a shit. Um, but say, like, I feel like it's entirely possible, but it would be much harder to explain having a credit card taken out in the name of, like, Mr. Snuggy Bottom. Like, <laughs> that's tougher to say Mr. Snuggy Bottom has, like, a social security number and, like, can be taxed. But, like, Justin Trudeau, it's like, yeah, he's my roommate. He just happens to also be the Canadian Prime Minister living in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't question it. It's fine. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's fine. Um, he smokes catnip. But so I, I think I think the big question for me then is if the credit card is in the name of the cat, mm-hmm. right? 
and and say the cat were to die, right? So the, the cat right. goes out, out and like racks up $100 worth of catnip debt because that's all a cat can carry at once because the cats are very small. All right? the debt goes to the parakeet. It goes to the next of kin. The ne- <laughs> so so does it does it immediately it, I would wonder would it go to the owner or would it go to the cat's children if there are any kittens? Which kitten because kittens come in litters. So, anyway. I mean, I'd say the firstborn. I think it, I think we need more information from this question asker. I don't know. I do Highlander style with all my kittens. Like the strongest survives, so he'll be strong enough to carry all that debt. And also, <laughs> also my uh, cat, my kitten's name is Christopher Lambert, the Highlander. All right. Well, that was Stumpers, guys. <laughs> That's a deep cut for no one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Well, let's wrap this episode up. Uh, it looks like we're off to a typical start for this year. <laughs> Fucking um, banging episode. God damn. Uh, let's <laughs> hear where our listeners can find more from you, Basta. You can find me on MarkToy on Instagram.com. <laughs> uh, it's a fact. <laughs> it, it is, in fact, a fact of life. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you're looking to start a podcast, head on over to Pinecast.com. It's the best damn podcast hosting service on the internet. It's free to sign up, uh, free forever, no credit card required. When you're ready for the good stuff and you actually do want to pay me money, that good you know stuff. it's going to be good. It so is. You know good. it's going to have those dank tech podcasts. You're going to go to the upgrade page and you're going to use the coupon code. nugs. Credit cards. One word, all lowercase. For your first month free. Nice. How about you, Bren? You can find my fursona on... Uh, <laughs> I, I was going to mention a furry website. I don't even know any. Um, but I know they're out there. Uh, ABTS Brennan on Twitter. I just... I Endless shitposting. Just... <laughs> I was going to say text or analog shitposting, but it's just not audio. Transcoded shitposting. I guess that's the best way. Shit, shit pics, yeah. Um, <laughs> shit pics. And- I, I take pictures of my poop and I put them on Twitter. Yeah. You gotta check out that game Shitstorm, I'm telling you. And listener... <laughs> Let's if, not. Let's never. Oh, nope. Let's forget we even mentioned it on the show. <laughs> if you like our show, please give us a like, follow on all the medias, social medias, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. We like to live stream the show on Twitch every Friday at 10pm t- Eastern Standard Time. Might be switching that up. D- all depends. Trying to get Mark on some more shows, so look forward to that. But um, yeah, it's gonna be an interesting years so stay tuned listener we'll be back on monday thanks and see ya see ya bye